Welcome to Sunday on Monday, the best show about cannabis banking that you can listen to any day of the week. Brought to you by Safe Harbor Financial, Bank with Confidence, the nationwide leaders in cannabis banking. Well, some big and exciting news earlier this month, and so I asked Sunday to tell us why are you so excited about this deal with Northern Lights. This deal with Northern Lights is a pretty big deal for us because obviously it will allow us to take the Safe Harbor program to an entire new level of success and on a public stage. And who doesn't want to see their baby succeed? I can safely say that everybody at Safe Harbor is pretty excited about this, as well as everybody at Partner Colorado Credit Union. We're all behind one thing, getting to the finish line and making sure the DSPAC process goes well yet. Our investor group is luminous, and this is the group with whom we've worked the last eight months just to get to this announcement stage. They were responsible for bringing a lot of the proper parties to the table, doing the legal work on their side, the due diligence. It was quite a process in and of itself for the last eight months. And while we're in the DSPAC process, we know that we still have a great deal of work yet to do to get this to the finish line. And for people who may not know, what is SPAC, S-P-A-C? Had you asked me two and a half or three years ago, I don't think I could have told you what a SPAC was without looking it up on the internet and doing a little homework. It stands for Special Purpose Acquisition Company. And that SPAC, as mentioned, is Northern Lights. And they have gone through the entire process to IPO and place themselves on the NASDAQ as as a SPAC, or a blank check company is what they like to call it because they have raised all this money, put it into the SPAC, and their goal is to meet a special purpose. And the special purpose of Northern Lights was to work in the financial services for cannabis-specific industries. And they knew that it was important because they themselves come out of the cannabis industry and know how difficult it is to get financial services. So Luminous, actually, the CEOs of Luminous actually created Northern Lights and that SPAC, raised the money, and then IPO'd it. So we now work with them to move through the same process, but it's much faster to utilize a SPAC than to go through the IPO process. Again, this is called a reverse merger, so once we get through the SEC and the other approvals, then we will actually flip Northern Lights over to Safe Harbor and be listed on the stock exchange as Safe Harbor. And from my understanding, we'll also get to ring the bell. (laughs) I know. Small things, big thrills, right? As someone who is familiar with the story of Safe Harbor Financial, it is thrilling and it is exciting. And while it only takes a second to ring that bell, the process itself has been pretty complicated. But hey, you've done complicated before. It wasn't as complicated as creating a cannabis banking program. And that's because people have done uh, de-spacking, reverse mergers, and IPOs before. And that talent exists out there to help us through the process. 
But this has been a two and a half year process for Partner Colorado Credit Union to get to the point where we are today actually studying our options between SPACs and private equity and making sure that we knew what we were doing and making sure that we could get down the path and that we had the right partners at the table. And finding Luminous uh, eight months ago was a great find for us and certainly have walked us to this point, as I said, which has been very complicated. What made our situation complicated is actually taking and decoupling a division or um, a function out of the credit union into a separate entity. That was not easy, and, and I think that's probably the most complicated part of moving 25 employees, moving all the functions into the separate entity, and then producing financial reports that will allow us to actually prove out the ability to perform on a financial level as a separate entity from partner Colorado Credit Union. This has not been an inexpensive process for anyone involved and obviously anybody who's looking at moving through a SPAC, DSPAC process needs to understand that there are a lot of expenses to go with that. And the last thing I'll say is that even though it's taken us eight months and it will take us another two to four months, it's still the fastest way to an IPO or a public offering. And that's one of the reasons we did move with SPAC. Well, in the world of cannabis banking, it seems like every process begets another process. With all the hard work you've done for the past eight months, you're still not quite at the finish line yet. So tell us what happens next. I know it seems like there shouldn't be a major process ahead of us after having eight months of process behind us, but there still is. And we're probably at the major point at this point in time, having to now submit everything to the SEC and obtain their approval. And that'll take two to four months, as far as we understand, to get that SEC approval. And of course, we have to make sure we have all the right audits and there's specialized audits to get through and to get approved for a public company and then we have to get shareholder approval on the Northern Lights side and we have and we are in the process of uh, board selection for a public company which is a little different than board selection for uh, credit union that we're used to doing and then of course there's this period of time where uh, spec investors can actually redeem and go through a redemption period if they don't want to remain in the spec so you've always got to prepare for that in your models and then we also want to make sure that the, the stock price of Northern Lights stays pretty solid between now and the time that we do the reverse merger or finish the despacking process. And then, of course, on to um, flipping the companies and ringing the bell. So we've still got a pretty good process and, you know, a lot of performance in there yet. Having hosted the podcast for almost a year, I've had the opportunity to speak to so many of the Safe Harbor clients who love Safe Harbor. So I had to ask, how will this change, Safe Harbor, or will it? Our present clients shouldn't realize any change in service, but they will realize additional services as we expand this model. And of course, expanding this model means we're going to be doing a bigger national footprint along with a merger and acquisition strategy that will allow us to bolt on some of those services at a much faster pace than creating them in-house. And of course, only services that will really complement and create that one-stop shop for the cannabis industry. 
We'll probably see more talent come to the table at this point in time, C-level officers to take this on a national level that have that experience already behind them. Well, otherwise, we'll have the same staff and the same leadership, just more of, of, of new uh, staff additions. And of course, we'll all be leading with the lending focus to deepen the relationships we have um, at present. Uh, it isn't going to be the final model that we're going to create on a merger and acquisition level. So pretty much, it, you know, Safe Harbor doesn't change too much. It just gets bigger between services and clients. As everyone knows, timing in business is everything. So the obvious question, why now? The timing can't be more perfect for what we're doing in financial services in the cannabis industry at this point in time. We, when we started, only had two states that had adult use legalization and 11 states that had medicinal legalization. And I believe we're at 38 states at a medicinal level and 18 adult use states at this point in time and a lot of this has only occurred in the last couple of years and has gone very rapidly and and because it's been so rapid financial services have not kept up with the market nor is the experience for financial services and cannabis out in the market nor easily obtained so we have that foundation that we've built, we've had, we have the experience, and we can build upon that foundation at a very fast pace, and going through this IPO process will allow us to do it with capital behind us and a rock-solid foundation that's already there and that we're building on, along with the reputation. Finally, I had to ask, when you and Kim and Amanda were putting in those 14-hour days, working seven days a week, did you ever expect this? Did you foresee that one day all of that hard work would end up at the New York Stock Exchange? I can't say that we ever saw going public in the original vision. We really jumped in here to solve a Colorado problem and it just grew and grew and grew. There's so many things we didn't see when we started this program. We didn't see that there would be a book that we would write. We didn't see the amount of public speaking that, uh, that would be demanded. We didn't think we'd ever be training other financial institutions, nor assisting with drafting legislation, and certainly no international conversations on cross-border transactions. But one thing we did know and we said it over and over to ourselves again because we were entering this cannabis market we would say that we don't know what we don't know so we always have to be so diligent and learning and curious about what what exists and making sure that we wrap our arms around everything we don't know and the interesting thing is that move to the next thing we, we would have amongst ourselves which is the more we know, the more we know we don't know. So we only figured out how much we didn't know as we moved along because it was such a big undertaking. And thank goodness going public, though, again, is out there in the public realm. People know how to do that, and we have the talent to do it. So this is a lot easier for us than actually creating a program from nothing and not knowing the cannabis industry. So we're pretty excited, but I don't know that I would 
change anything because it's just been quite an interesting ride all along. I might do one thing. I might take some vacation time. And I think actually at the point that we close this deal and we ring the bell, I am going to take that vacation I've been promising my husband for the last four years. Even if it's just a week, I think it'd be a good time for me to take a vacation. So that's the only thing I would really change at this point. Well, that would be a vacation well-earned and well-deserved. Hey, thank you so much for listening to Sunday on Monday, the best podcast about cannabis banking that you can listen to any day of the week. Brought to you by Safe Harbor Financial, the nationwide experts in cannabis banking, on their way to ringing that bell. Until next month, my name is Jason Dias, and thank you for listening.